Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, and this is Season 5, Episode 33 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we um, kind of finish off uh, what we didn't get to talk about last week in the um, chapters of the New Testament that we looked at in Matthew Chapter 4 and Luke Chapters 4 to 5. So usually on a Monday episode, as regular listeners will know, is we don't really cover the Come Follow Me materials on a Monday if there is a Monday episode, but we talk about something else that I've studied or someone else has studied. Um, It could be a a talk, it could be a a Leah Honer article, it could be just something else from the scriptures, it could be absolutely anything that has been studied aside from the Come Follow Me materials. But as I mentioned um, recently, that there's so many, so many things, so many experiences in the New Testament, which um, we may miss because there's just so much to cover that I'm going to cover any verses in the chapters that we've looked at that week and just uh, cover up any uh, events that we didn't get a chance to talk about. For example, in verse 12 uh, of Luke 5, it says, And it came to pass when he was in a certain city, Behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face, and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Um, of course, leprosy in those days was a huge deal, because not only were you ill when you were uh, with leprosy, but you would become a social outcast. You would not only become ill physically, but socially and and according to them, spiritually, uh, you would become unclean as well. Uh, and so the, this invi- this um, request by the man for the Lord to make him clean refers to more than just a physical uh, cleansing. Uh, S. Kent Brown explained, quote, We notice that the man ceased to be clean, though such an act involves healing. If he suffers from leprosy, he will very likely ask to be healed from the deformities that usually accompany that disease. The basic issue with any skin disease, mild or otherwise, concerns ritual cleanliness. According to Mosaic law, any long-lasting skin disease confers on the sufferer a state of uncleanliness that that disqualifies the person from worshipping in the temple or elsewhere, and obliges the diseased one to live separately from normal society. Hence, Jesus' act will restore the man to his beloved society. More than this, it restores him to his family. Close quote. Now, of course, the Saviour has power to do all things. I mean, he had, he has the power and had the power to calm storms and to uh, change rocks to bread and uh, to cause a net to be able to capture a, an uncatchable amount of fish. He can do anything. And so when in verse t- uh, 13... It says, and he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. Um, why did the Lord have to touch him? I for, for reality, in reality, I don't think the Lord had to touch him. Um, but what we do need to understand is that this is the Saviour showing uh, his willingness to reach out and to touch the lives of others even if those lives are not um, the standard that the Saviour has asked us to, to live, which, of course, really is all of us. Uh, but, you know, when we are unclean, sometimes I think we feel unworthy of approaching the Lord, of asking for his help. 
but this instance just shows us how, uh, in a very physical way, um, that he is willing to do that for us spiritually, no matter how far away we are from him, once we turn to him, he can touch our lives and remove uncleanliness uh, as we repent and come unto him. So uh, I think that's a beautiful analogy, really. I mean, obviously, it's a wonderful experience and story that we learn from about the Savior's power to heal physically. But um, this is then linked so lovely or linked so nicely uh, with the next experience that we see in um, verse 18. Um where we're where just before verse 18 it's, it's explained to us that the lord is uh, teaching and he is uh, testifying of um things in a in a certain house um and in verse 18 it says and behold men brought in a man with a man a bed which was taken with a palsy and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him um but there was no way to get this man who was on you know who was paralyzed on his bed uh, to to the savior and so they climb up onto the housetop uh, in order to do this now if you are familiar with this story we are going to um, talk about it a bit more uh, in a few weeks time when we go to mark chapter two um but i just love this story and i wanted to address it really uh, as it is in the chapter that we have this week Specifically about how the the saviour, um, when he sees the man lowered down to him, uh, is fascinating. That you know, whilst it's quite clear what the people have brought him there for, how the news of his power to heal individuals has travelled abroad, and he they bring this man who you know cannot move uh, off, off from his bed. Um, the first thing he says is, man, thy sins are forgiven thee, which I think just shows us the importance placed upon the cleansing of our inner bodies as well as the, the healing of our outer bodies. Um, of course, there are those who are the nearby Pharisees who say, who is this that speak, who which speak of blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Uh, and the Saviour rebukes them and asks them, which is easier to say that their sins are forgiven or to rise up and walk. Uh, and he does uh, heal the man also. Uh, we will go into more depth, like I say, with that story later on. But um, I just find it fascinating that, you know, the Saviour knows or is able to know um, exactly what it is that we need, uh, even if we think we know ourselves uh, what we need. Um, just in the way that he is, he was come and he is come, to bring sinners to repentance and to help those who need a physician uh, to feel better, um, which, of course, links on to the final uh, section I want to talk about today, which is about uh, when he was dining with uh, Levi uh, and a, a company of publicans. Uh, the scribes and Pharisees murmured again, but as he pointed out, he, is, he was there to help those who were sick. Of course, what he doesn't point out at this point is that these Pharisees and and these Pharisees were included among those who are sick. We all are, um, but they were rejecting the um, the healing power that the Savior had brought for them. President Dallin H. Oak said this quote: "Persons who serve only to obtain good companionship are more selective in choosing their friends than the Master it was in choosing his servants or associates." Jesus called most of his servants from those in humble circumstances, and he associated with sinners. Close quote. We must make sure that we reach out to all, that we 
love and invite all that we are that we interact and seek time with every individual that we can particularly those who require it the most because of course these are the people that need um cleansing that need supporting and need healing uh, and not necessarily uh, those who seem to have everything together i think that's a, a really important message uh, that we learn uh, from this example with the savior so like i mentioned a couple of these things we'll be going into more depth with with other chapters from others of the synoptic gospels but you know as we were looking at luke 5 i thought it was worthwhile touching upon these and sharing what from luke's uh, experience what we learned as well so thank you so much for sharing that time with us today please do join us tomorrow as we join uh, or as we continue into this week's uh, study of john chapters two to four uh, again so much to learn from there so please do join us each day uh, and share what you studied on the facebook group thank you very much for your time and until we meet again